Welcome back again for another episode of our podcast that we've been doing to uh, encourage uh, our walk with God beyond just what happens in church. If this is your first time uh, listening to us, we're glad to have you here. I'm Pastor Dan Hertzler, pastor at Refuge Church in Manor, PA. And uh, with me always, I've got two guys. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. And we want to have these conversations where we're stirring on new ideas, uh, not new in the sense that uh, we just came up with them, but maybe they're new in the fact that you never thought of them beyond just sitting in a church or beyond just uh, what was categorized as your spiritual time. But these new ideas to say that it's every moment of our lives is uh, with being with God and then manifesting it into the way that it looks into our relationships. And that newness of that, that idea could really change how you spend your rhythms of your day, could change on how uh, you even think about how you talk to others, how you treat others, how you sacrificially maybe give or help others, not just, oh, well, this is church time and this is God time, but really every part of our life is in relationship with God. So these kind of conversations then brings up questions. Well, what do we do? What does that look like? How does that play out? And we don't always have all the answers to that. We can't always tell you everything, but we want to at least begin the conversations, the dialogues. And that's kind of what we do. We took a little break here from our normal discussion to talk about Palm Sunday and Holy Week last week, and now we're right in the midst of it, and we want to kind of look ahead and talk about Easter, uh, and what does Easter really mean, not just in a theological perspective, although we'll share a little bit about that, but also just what does that mean in your rhythm? What does that mean in your life? What does that mean in what we do? And so uh, we want to have that discussion here about Easter. And we kind of started off by just sharing a little background, a little about what it was like for us as we were growing up, maybe what we learned or what we did when we were younger, and then uh, maybe a little bit about kind of what it looks like today. So, so Mike, for you, what, what was Easter like for you growing up, or, or what are your some of your first thoughts about Easter? Uh, yeah, Easter was a big deal for my mom. Um, it was kind of like a second Christmas. We, we tended to get not like a pile of gifts, but Mm -hmm. usually something big and we would do the, the egg hunt and all of those different things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it it always seemed to be the, the day at church that you actually dressed up and Mm -hmm. you weren't able to get away with going with like your shirt untucked. It had to be tucked (laughs) in all the time and buttoned to the top button and, yeah, all, all of those things. Um, but again, I never really, I mean, you know the story, but like, mm-hmm. especially when you're not saved and it doesn't really mean anything to you, like the pomp and circumstance, you're like, this just feels like a whole hullabaloo about nothing, right? And yeah, uh, yeah and then, so then getting saved and then, you know, working as a creative and in, in some large churches and things like that. Uh, it's interesting. There's, there's a book that my mother-in-law was telling me about called, I love Jesus, but I hate Christmas. Hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because in the tech and creative worlds, Easter week, Christmas week are, are rough mm-hmm. usually. And so, um, for me, I kind of had to take this approach and this is not a holier than thou approach, but, I have learned to try to celebrate Easter as much as I possibly can, not just on that day, but to just declare that Christ is King and to live into that, um, reality. And so as that, uh, has become, you know, is continually gaining some steam in my life, I'm actually really excited, uh, for this coming Easter. I don't 
sense anything like mm-hmm. within me that's like, oh, this is going to be amazing. But I'm just, I'm, I'm eager to walk through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of with, again, that, that renewed mentality as that's continued to gain some momentum in my life. Um, and again, and, and that's the beauty about, you know, what following Jesus kind of looks like in terms yeah. of a celebration perspective is like, we are declaring every week that that grave is still empty yeah, and Christ is King. And so just being able to, to kind of walk through that, um, and Easter's fun. Cause that's whenever everybody agrees with me on it. So <laughs> I'm not alone. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, I, I like you talking about the, you know, the idea of church being a little bit different where you had to dress up or something else happened. It was, it was something unique with that. I know for, for my family growing up, we did the Easter baskets Yeah, and we hit them, you know, and, and my family being the competitive, uh, you know, family, it was always like, who'd find it first. And, you know, my mom and dad would think they could be smart enough to hide them and, you know, hide them in ways that we would never find them and, and all that stuff. We did the decorating of the, of the eggs, all that kind of stuff too. But, uh, Ryan, what, what about you? What, what was Easter like for you? Yeah, I would, I would agree. Easter was kind of a big deal in our family as well. And, it, and, and you, you know, we got a whole basket full of presents and stuff and, uh, it was the same thing. Like, and I think too, because I was the oldest, my parents would try to have like, you know, the hardest, the like, hardest. spot for, <laughs> for me. And, and, you know, and it was always one of those things of like, I knew that it was probably gonna be the hardest for me to find mine, you know, but, but it was still a lot of fun. And, and, you know, that was seen to be like one of the few weeks that, you know, you'd see everyone taking pictures with their family, you know, and no one takes pictures normally with their family, like on a Sunday, but this (laughs) was when the cameras came out and, you know, the, the nicest clothes. But for me, I remember though, like a really distinct moment in my life, uh, you know, it was later on after I was born again, where it really hit me of understanding why it was called Good Friday. Mm. And Mm. I never understood that. Like my whole life growing up, I'm like, I don't get this. Why are we calling it Good Friday? Like Jesus died. That's like a bad thing. Like, why is this good? And then I think being actually able to truly know, oh, this is why it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and for me, that was huge. Mm. And it was just like this moment where I felt like I could see the big picture Mm. and, and to know like, wow. Yeah. Easter actually is a huge deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and, and, and so much it's like, Oh yeah, Jesus came like Christmas. Awesome. Right. But it was like this, well, yeah, this was, this is why he came. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I remember, um, one Easter we did a sunrise service mm. and that was awful. Those are cool. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> As a little kid, it's not fun to no, wake it's up not. at 6am, yeah. stand out in the cold and then yeah, yeah, yeah. have this service. Hey, I had to but... play them. My fingers were freezing. That was rough. <laughs> no, as a little kid, I, I couldn't stand it. I was, I was like, are you gotta, you gotta be kidding me now. I gotta wake up this much <laughs> yeah. earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, and, and some of this too, I, I think, you know, even as we talk about eggs or, or, you know, we're not going to talk too much about the Easter bunny and all that kind of stuff, all that stuff. Um, you know, I, there, there can be places for that. There can be things that, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to come and, and talk about them being evil or we're not going to, you know, uh, come down and, and say those things are, are, you know, you need to stay away from those things. But, but I do think it's important that those things don't over mm-hmm. clips the, the, what we are celebrating. Like even, you know, I was even thinking as you guys were sharing, cause we didn't do the gifts much as a kid mm-hmm. at Easter, but you know, your family stays is like, well, when did that start? Like, why did yeah. we start giving gifts on Easter? Um, but again, it doesn't, should we not give gifts? No, no, we're not saying that. I mean, you can give gifts, but, but to say, what do we do though, to, to make it be the day that it 
supposed to be. Um, you know, there's a little phrase that um, I think Russell Moore said a few years ago that really caught me. And it was simply said, you know, uh, before they sit down and eat, he says, you know, let's eat and drink and be merry because yesterday we were dead and today we're alive. I don't know if he made that up. I don't know if he found that from someone else. Um, but that little phrase, man, I was like, that was so freeing to me. It was like, yeah, we can eat and we can be merry and we can enjoy these things. Like enjoy the, the, the celebration of family, enjoy the Easter egg hunts and the things, enjoy those types of things. But the reason why we can enjoy those types of things is because of what really Easter means is that mm. Jesus brought us back to life yeah. uh, because he conquered sin and death and he defeated it. And now we can join in on that. And there's a celebration because of those types of things, uh, because of what Jesus did. And that's what, you know, Easter means. And, um, you know, I think that's part of what I th want us to kind of talk about a little bit here is, is how do we live life because of that truth of Easter? Or how do we look at Easter now? Um, and, and what are the things that we try intentionally to do? I know you started in that a little bit, Michael, a little bit about the idea of celebration and trying to celebrate every Sunday. But, but you know, specifically as people are listening to this and they're thinking, okay, what do we do with Easter? How do we celebrate Easter? What does Easter look like? Um, you know, uh, any suggestions or anything that you do differently now? Um, I, I don't know that I do this differently now, but it's, it's a hope, uh, for the future for me. Um, but it's really to just rest, to stop and to rest. And, and, and I don't mean to, you know, cease, everything, but like there's a way to rest actively and to really just delight, um, from a, a Sabbath perspective on Easter, because like, if you think about that idea of Sabbath, right. And, and you think about, so in the old, um, like the, the, the Judaic tradition, right. The Jewish tradition, a day began with evening. So it's why when you read your Bible and it says, and there was evening and there was morning, um, the first day it, it began with that time. Right. And then, so Adam and Eve are created mm -hmm. and what's the first thing God has them do. He has them enter into Sabbath. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and so there's some significance there, but as I think about that, as it pertains to Easter in Christ's victory is like what I love about God having Adam and Eve rest and even having evening be the first part of the day where you have to rest mm -hmm. is that God is working mm -hmm. despite you doing absolutely nothing and contributing yeah. nothing to it. And whenever I like apply that to Easter and reflecting on that, I can sit and I can just rejoice that I, I, I contributed nothing to this. Yeah. The only thing that I have in this is a good God who has good gifts for his kids mm. and who has, you know, as you said, brought me back to life, right? Through the spirit, he's shown mm. the light through the darkness of, of my heart and, and, and just expose that truth that Christ is King. Christ is Lord. He really did die. He really was buried. And then he came back to life. Yeah. And the best answer to, to, to oppose that, that anybody can give you is, well, we don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the best. You, it, it is undeniable yeah. that, that something happened and, and there's all sorts of different routes that we can go with that. But for me, it really looks like just being able to, I mean, honestly, like if there's a holiday to kick my feet up, it's that one because <laughs> I've got scoreboard. Yeah. I know what my God is doing and I don't have to do, I get to celebrate and stand there and just declare Jesus is Lord. He's ascended to the highest place and now I'm waiting for him to come back yeah. and I'd love for you to follow him and to get to know him just like me. Yeah. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. And I think, you know, there, there, there's, uh, and, and what I love about it is that, you know, we're both in different seasons, you know, as you know, you just got married, you, you're still in your twenties. I'm, you know, in my forties and four kids. And, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, what kind of legacy am I leaving them? I'm thinking about traditions. I'm thinking about, you know, creating these things. And, and in the end I want to say, but I want them to, to ultimately know, you know, who God is, you're sitting there and saying, you know, as a, as the push, you know, in your generation, maybe to, I got to work hard. I got to get these things. I got to accomplish stuff. I got to build this. I got to get this. I, you know, I may manifest it. stuff. Yeah. You know, you're saying, wait a second, I'm going to push back on that because you know, of who God is. So, uh, I, I find that really fascinating, really cool. So thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, Ryan, what, what are some things that you think about Easter or, you know, how do you process that? I think it, it's starting to become different for me now that I, have a child, you know, and, and just even, I think to just Christmas, you know, felt just a little different and, and trying to start those rhythms as a family of Mm -hmm. what will these holidays look like, you know? And, and and I think truly just kind of having that time where, you know, we can kind of worship together, not necessarily we're singing, you know, worship songs, but you know, that we can, we can read, you know, the, the, what, what happened, you know, and, and similar Mike, you know, just to be able to, I think there's something so freeing of just being able to stand right victoriously, not because we did anything, but because of what God has done. And, and I think that that place is, it's true. Like Jesus is at the right hand of the father, you know, he's, he's there and, and that's good news, you know? Um, and so I think just from that, from that place, to me, it feels like almost like a reset of perspective. If, if I feel like I've been trying on my own, you know, to, to prove things or do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, the focus has become about me. Easter seems like a really great kind of reset of, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I contributed sin that required the cross. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that was my part in the whole equation. Yeah. And this is about him and yeah. his story. And being able to kind of align and partner with, with Christ is, yeah. is freeing, you yeah. know? And it's, and it's interesting because, you know, I just thinking of like, um, you know, a bond servant, you know, someone like Paul yeah. says, you know, I'm, I'm a bond servant, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a slave to Christ, but it was like this, this willing, rejoicing long, like he wanted whatever, whatever it was, yeah. He wanted because he knew Jesus. He knew exactly what Jesus had done and who he was to him. And to me, I think there's something special about that and even just reminding ourselves of the gospel even mm. every day. Yeah. And I think that's something that Easter for you know the general population does does really well who go to church is it reminds them yeah. of why we're truly here. Yeah. And and I want to pick up on what you just said a little bit, because I think there's two really, really powerful things about Easter. Um, you know, and we talked last episode a little about Holy Week, letting it be a, a meditation or, a, medi- or a, a marinating type week. And uh, yet Easter, I think, is a little bit more that we should be on. Um, if you'd say last week, and I wouldn't say this, but you could say that's more passive, more introspector, spectra, spectral. I don't know. You, you, you can make up your own <laughs> word. Thinking innerly. In early, anyways, what I would think about Easter is this is a time to be uh, a little bit more intentional because you have two really powerful things. You have, for the most part, the world is on the same page, and they're gonna they they recognize Easter. They see it as a holiday. 
they do things around Easter, even if they say, well, I'm not a church-going person, they still know Easter is a religious holiday. It's a wonderful opportunity to have a conversation about Jesus. And really, that conversation can be so so powerful in the fact of just, you know, and there's some classic books like Who Rolled the Stone Away mm-hmm. or About the Resurrection or Evidence of a, a Savior or all these different resources you can use to say, let's just talk about what Jesus claimed he did and the disciples claimed because it's pretty radical coming back from dead <laughs> uh, and, and, and asking, okay, well, let's look at how large this stone was. You know, that they that it was jammed in there. It rolled into a, a place that, you know, normal people couldn't just pick it up and move it. There were Roman guards guarding it. No one could show you the body to disprove it. Like, there's some really hard things that has the most skeptics not having really good answers. Or their answers are just kind of surface level type, okay, well, obviously this happened. And then you say, well, let's break that down even further. That couldn't have happened. So there's a great conversation about Jesus practically uh, and the evidence of that, that you can engage with the world because of Easter, because they want to celebrate Easter as a holiday. You can engage that, well, you know, hey, do you have a minute just to talk about this? Like, what do you think happened on that Easter? Like, what do you think Jesus, do you think he really rose from the grave yeah. and that's a that's a great time the other time which i think we struggle with and and mike you hit on it a little bit about the word celebration but i do think we need to celebrate yeah come on i think we need to be better at celebrating mm-hmm. uh i was challenged this again in 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 actually kind of during the pandemic about just having all this extra time with my kids at home. And I wanted to make it a celebration where we looked at it and said, I want Sundays to be the day that we celebrate just eating better, eating more glorious, eating more bigger meals. Some, you know, and even, you know, m- my daughter hit me with this, the, the, you know, the other day it's like, dad, didn't you say we, you know, and we didn't do anything on this past Sunday. She's like, didn't we, didn't you say we we're supposed to do that? Let's go get ice cream. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, let's go get ice cream because because yeah. we want to celebrate yeah. and and again not that the food is the end all not that the meals or the ice cream or whatever you choose but the reason we have a reason to celebrate and the reason we have to celebrate is because we were dead and now we're alive and we get to join in on that and Easter is a celebration with that and so I would tell you go out and celebrate make it a day make it something that is 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 bigger or something that is grander or something that is unique or special to your family something that fits into your rhythm I'm not not saying you copy mine or copy someone else's but you say hey in our rhythm as a family what can we do to celebrate this day because it is something special and then you realize and every Sunday we get to celebrate that mm. because it's it's a reminder again of every Sunday of of why we celebrate the idea of the resurrection and we celebrate the fact that Easter is this, this, this moment, this flag planting moment where God through his son, Jesus says, victory is mine. And, and, and serpent, you are crushed sin. You are defeated. And as Paul says, death, where is your sting? Mm-hmm. There is no more sting in death because of the victory of Christ and the victory of Easter. And so we should celebrate that. We should rejoice in that and, and, and take advantage of that. And so I would just encourage whatever you do, think of it in that regard. You have the world still in a process that we can use it for an evangelistic tool. We can talk about Jesus because 
that's what Easter is. And, and, and you can engage those conversations. But on the other breath, look at it as, man, we get to celebrate today. We get to do that in a way because uh, our Jesus is victorious because he endured the cross. He, he scorned its shame, and yet he's seated at the right hand of the Father victorious. And, and we should do that as well, and we should celebrate that. And so I just want to encourage you in that, in that way. Maybe Easter, again, for you in the past was more about just tradition, or maybe Easter for you in the past was more about, you know, just, well, this is what my family of orientation does. Don't, don't knock that. Don't, don't disregard that. But look in to say, well, now how do we expand it? How, how do we make it something where, yeah, we can do these things, but also let's engage the world about Jesus. And at the same time, let's celebrate what he did so that we make this day this is the reason we have hope. <laughs> this is the reason we have uh, the, the victory over sin. This is the reason we have eternity promised to us. This is the reason that we can enter into his kingdom. This is the reason that I was spiritually bankrupt and my debt was paid. This is the reason that Jesus looked at me and he said, you are worthy and, and I accept you and I love you and welcome into my kingdom. It is all because of the substitute that Christ did on the cross on Good Friday and the victory that he won as he rose from the grave again. And so let's celebrate it. Let's, let's eat, drink, and be merry because yesterday we were dead and today we're alive. Uh, if there's anything we can do to help you out, please email us at info at churchrefuge.com. And again, uh, hopefully you continue on in our journey as we keep talking about what it looks like to, to be a follower of Christ. And we'd love to, uh, for you to join in us with us. Again, thanks for listening. Have a great day.